All right, welcome to episode 16 of the Evolve Cast. My guest today is Barbarian 1.0. This is a dual part podcast. So part one is what you're listening to now, of course, and then part two can be found over on my Patreon just due to um, the nature of what we started to get into. Um, it's not necessarily safe to put it out on a mainstream platform. Um, so be sure to go check that out. Um, you'll be able to get a good idea of what we talk about just by listening to part one. Um, so yeah, of course, as always, enjoy and peace. I've got on camera, but I look like a fucking beetroot, man. I got burnt so badly playing soccer yesterday. Um, you can't put sunscreen on. Mm-hmm. Like otherwise it goes in your eyes and all that. Yeah. yeah what? Anyway, I'm, like, I'm just out there in like 40 degree heat and I just got fucking roasted. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And I don't even wear like sunscreen or anything. Like I'll just do like coconut oil. Like if yeah, I'm gonna put anything on. That's another thing I can touch on as well. Like, cause I used to be real fucking pasty dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, really, yeah, I used to be really white, but like I just changed how I went out in the sun and how I thought about it. Cause I always was using like sunscreen and stuff over the top. Mm-hmm. And, All right. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. All right, sweet. So thank you guys for joining us for episode 16 of the Evolve cast. We kind of already got into our discussion a little bit there, but um, please welcome Golden Vishnu, also known as Barbarian 1.0. He's an Aussie soccer player as well as bodybuilder. So, Barbarian, uh, welcome to the cast and thank you for joining me. Yeah, it's awesome to be here. Yeah. So, uh, one of kind of the first things I wanted to dive into was um, how did you kind of come to this spot in your life? You know, what inspired you, not only your worldview, but what inspired the, you to start this Instagram account? Um, focused around European history and kind of like the hyperbian ideal? Well, um, like my whole life, I've never been like left wing or anything mm-hmm. like that in terms of like the, you know, like the sort of what the modern day sense of it is. I've always been, I guess you could say I was like, when I was like 14, 15, I was like the typical more conservative style thinker, um, conservative, you might call it. But I was, <laughs> I was 14, so like, give me a break. Um, <laughs> And yes, yeah, so I've always sort of been that way inclined. And, you know, I just, you know, I, I love history. Like at, at school, it was like, you know, all, all the subjects I did were writing ones, whether it was English, ancient history, modern history, mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. So I've always been a massive fan of history, watch all the documentaries, you know, even if it's History Channel or whatever, I could just sit there for days, like watching that sort of stuff. So I've always been super fascinated with that. And then, yeah, I sort of went down my own path in terms of certain events in the world. Um, and yeah, over, over time, over the course of like five, six years, I really started to change my, change the way I thought about everything. And I sort of realized that the modern political paradigm of left and right is just absolute bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing actually changes. It's all, it's all the same crap. You know, there's like, there's micro changes. Like, so maybe within, like, I, I'm technically an, an economist, like I have an economics degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in that, that I realized like, you have micro changes. You might, someone might be able to change healthcare a little bit, or they might be able to change like welfare reform or like just small little things. But the general picture was that like the country kept running or the world would keep running in a certain way on a certain direction. And it didn't matter who was in, it would just stay the same. And I think that's like a lot of people, you know, sort of started picking up on that. But then I was like, well, then I want to know who's running it. Right. So then I started looking into everything and <laughs> clearly not going to name anyone. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I must want to go to jail. Um, and yeah, and so I, I just, yeah, I'm always reading, always watching videos, uh, reading books, reading stuff online. And I sort of have developed this worldview of mine that I'm at at the moment. But over time, it, it started to change. It's become much more like spiritually inclined. I've realized that the spiritual aspect has a huge um, role to play in the manifestation of, the, of, of politics and what's happening in the real world. I think we're very much focused on, oh, if I do this, this will happen. If I get into politics, this will happen or whatever. When we, like when you start to realize it's actually, it's it's a, it's a like a global conscience thing. Like we have yeah. to really change our way of thinking about everything. Um, mm-hmm. And it's actually start, like what I now believe is that really it's, it starts on the spiritual level. And for as long as we ignore the spiritual level, it, nothing's gonna change in the, um, in the, on the, on the physical plane. Yeah, so no. uh, I've sort of realized like, well, it doesn't matter who gets in, what we do. It's actually, it, it's a spiritual change that's required. It's not, 
a physical change and the spiritual change uh, flows onto this uh, physical one. So that's sort of where I'm at now. Absolutely. Um, And then, yeah, in terms of the Instagram, man, like I fucking hated Instagram. Like I, you know, I I didn't like it. I I had a, I had an account since like, uh, what I was 17, but I never used it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and then I was, I was going to start traveling Europe. Like I went, I traveled Europe in a camper van and everything. I was like, well, fuck, I want to upload photos because I'd gone on holidays before. And like, you know, you take photos on your phone and then your phone breaks and you lose the photos. Yeah. <laughs> right? so I'm like, well, I need an Instagram account to like uh, start documenting. Yeah, yeah, to document it and everything. Yeah. And uh, I had a, like I had a bet with my girlfriend. I was like, oh, fuck, let's see if you can get to a thousand followers first. Like, is it just a joke or whatever? I think we'll file or whatever. <laughs> and I started doing it. And then I started doing, I started with like a, a post. I was next to a swastika. I explained the history of the swastika mm-hmm. um, and it got a decent amount of traction and everything and everyone was following like, oh, thanks, man. That was an awesome post, this, that. And I was like, you know what? I love history. Um, I, I do. I don't mind talking about politics, but I love history and ancient history. Um, and I was like, well, why not like upload photos and then um, just talk about the history and the mythology or whatever it is behind it. So then that way I have a cool memory like, and I keep like my own journal and I, and I upload an aesthetic photo or whatever, but then I'm also sharing uh, information. So I was like, then that way Instagram will start to like, you know, as opposed to just being a feed full of bullshit and materialism and everything, mm-hmm. at least I can share information and hopefully uh, help someone else in their life and yeah. help them understand the world or like maybe trigger something in their mind, like a spark or something that then gets them inquisitive on that and, and try and reconnect. The big one is, I wanted to try reconnect people with their ancestors and their and their ancestry and their native spirit because I feel like it's been um, it's been stripped away from everyone in this world uh, and obviously we're in a very much like a, an Abrahamic society like where it, you know you grow up and you think there's only Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, right? And so if you don't agree with Christianity, I find like these people they just what they they become atheists or something like that mm-hmm. uh, because then they, they're so disconnected from their from their own like racial spirit, their own native spirit, their ancestral yeah. spirit. And uh, there's just a total disconnection. I was like, I wanna try and reconnect people with, um, yeah, with, with their past, with their history and with, with, their, with their native spirit. So I was like, that, that was my goal. I would start, you know, and I'd do it through, I wouldn't be like, you have to do this or you need to do this. It was to like uh, try and trigger something inside of them that would, um, spark like that inspiration and motivation to then mm-hmm. become more connected to it. Cause I really feel like when with spiritual stuff, it has to come from within, like you can tell someone to do it and they might explore it, but it has to be a feeling from within where they go, wow, this is actually awesome. And they want to like be a part of it or start to join in or, or, or look into it in general. Yeah, absolutely. So you have to like that plant, plant that seed for someone else, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It was plant. That, that's the, that's the good word for it was to start planting that seed and try and, reconnect people with something that had been taken away from them for at least the last couple thousand years. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's just, you know, especially with, especially with white people, um, it's like a splintered tribe now. All right. The rest of that uh, audio can be found over on my Patreon. Just search Evol Academy Patreon, or you can click the link down below. Um, we got into some good stuff there. Um, it's just something where you can't, necessarily post that on a mainstream platform because it'll get taken down but yeah good bits of conversation if you want to head over to my patreon to check that out um, and enjoy the rest of the show we'll dive into this a little bit later as well but just a little bit about um your vegan lifestyle because that's kind of a different turn on our you know circle here a lot of yeah, guys man. here are like you know raw eggs raw meat what kind yeah. of inspired you from a spiritual standpoint to you know choose to be vegan um so i was like i was the anti-vegan man like i fucking hated vegans (laughs) right like i was not a fan at all yeah i associated veganism with weak uh skinny marxists right Mm -hmm. and i think you once you trap yourself in that view because they're like it's the that's the one you know it's sort of like the media you know how they focus in on like a really small aspect and then like amplify it like yeah. you would see like the fucking dipshit feminists or like just some group of retards 
like with blood all over them being like, oh, I'm an animal and like acting like like going to a steakhouse and banging on the window and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and I was like, these guys are fucked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I fuck hated them. Not only that, I associated it with Marxism and all the rest of it. So what led me to, t- <laughs> you know, but that, I'm saying that just so you know that like I had no inclination to be, you know what I mean? Like I was fucking, I, I, I still can't believe I am, but I'm, it's the best decision I ever made. Hmm. So I realized that that's a real minority. And these people are grievances looking for a cause, man. They will fucking attach themselves to anything where they think there's an injustice, right or wrong. They will just attach themselves to it and, yeah. and the voice for it and it's bullshit, but they do it with everything. And sometimes they're, you know, on some things it's like uh, maybe the Israel-Palestine debate, right? I think there's people on our side, uh, let's say, or our community that would probably be more, um, would understand the, the plight of the Palestinians, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, but that's, a, that's also a viewpoint supported by Marxists. Yeah, but I mean, there's like, it really just depends like, but what, what I'm saying is like sometimes like just because one side or a certain even then like maybe five percent of a certain type of person is a, a supporter of it it doesn't mean you should rule it out completely yeah so I anyway I, it like depends on you know who's looking at it from view from who's exactly standpoint. not to say that exactly. everything you know this or that is okay but it greatly depends on you know their perspective and how they're using those things hundred uh, percent in their life so anyway i looked into it and like i realized that this was like those people that you sort of like associate veganism with they're like honestly like fucking less than like five percent of the community man mm. like it's just tiny and and i've got there are that many people in our community that are vegan that message me all the time but they're just quiet about it because they're like oh because it's seen as like whatever it's like almost like taboo for some reason mm-hmm. but for me it was like i never watched a documentary so i never watched like people be like oh those documentaries are bullshit like they just show the worst stuff like i never watched i've never watched a documentary um for, for me sort of co- like i had a bit of a spiritual awakening yeah. at the same time as like this i realized like the political game was like bullshit and like, and I was going through more of like a spiritual awakening at the same time. And I decided to like, I sort of got caught out, but I, I had a look, it's called, uh, it was like a website that shows like 24 hour footage of like slaughterhouses here in Australia, like anyone you want, right? 24 hours. So it's like, you know, there was no escaping it. And I just watched and like, mate, it's, I, I think it's, it's one of those things. If I say, oh yeah, I killed a baby. You don't really feel anything. You'd be like, oh, it's a bit fucked. Right. If you go see me kill it, you'll go into shock. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. God. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't care about a cow. I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. Yeah, kill a cow. Okay, cool. We've been doing it for ages, whatever. You don't feel it. It's because it, it, there's no connection. And the moment I started watching, I was like, holy fucking shit. The suffering, the suffering was so immense. Like, and you know, you see, when you see animal cruelty, like you see a dog being tortured, like you just feel that, you know, inside of you. And yeah. you just, and no one, unless you're a sociopath, you're like, oh my God, like you just get burning with anger and it's so sad. And it's like, you, you can't believe they're doing it to the, and then you see it. I was watching these slaughterhouses. I was like, holy king shit. Like it was beyond anything. It was so satanic. It was so fucked. Like everyone's just, the, the people that are in there are walking around in pools of blood up to their waist, like swimming in blood and just slaughtering these animals and they know it's coming and the animals are there all crying and shaking and screaming and fucking they're just shaking and trying to get out and they're crying because they can see what's going to happen to them and they're trying to escape and i was like oh my god this is worse than any fucking horror movie i've ever watched and it was just 24 hours of it and i could just go to any point and then i went to another one another one i was like i was just i can't it's like my uh worldview had shattered i was like this is fucked and by the way they were free range like there were grass-fed organic all this sort of stuff oh, and I was yeah. like I was like oh because they all go to the same slaughterhouse mm. I was like oh my fucking god I was like couldn't believe it and I knew that like at that moment I was like oh like I knew what I'd seen I didn't like and I was like fuck if I keep doing this I'm a cunt do you know what I mean I was like because I'm really big on like I don't like if I don't have friends I don't have friends I don't care like if I think something's wrong I'll stop doing it it doesn't matter what people think of me mm-hmm. and at that moment I was like I had no idea what to do like, I was like, I can't, you know what I mean? So I went 50%. I was like, okay, you know, I did a bit more research. I went 50% and I thought, honestly, dude, I thought I was going to fall apart. 
I thought I was gonna, this is like before like game changing <laughs> movies, man. I thought I was gonna be a skinny little dude. Yeah. Like I was like, maybe gonna be lean with a bit of muscle. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll just go 50%, like maybe it will help with soccer or whatever. Um, and over time, I went 50% straight away, like overnight, I cut red meat out. And then over the next couple months, I cut um, like chicken and dairy and stuff out. And man, like it was, it was insane, dude. It was like I went on steroids. <laughs> Like I'm not kidding. I can't. Yeah. I don't understand, dude. I don't understand. I, now that's my that's my personal experience with it. Yeah. So that's why when people say, "Oh, you went into it probably you know it's self fulfilling," I'm like, "No, dude. Like I thought I was gonna be a skinny bitch, and like I got jacked. Not only that, like I had a problem with my knees. Yeah. Um, soccer. I was getting to the stage where like I'd seen a, do- a knee knee doctor and he said that I was gonna have to either stop gym or stop soccer. And like if I wanted to play soccer again, I'd have to be 83 kilograms and I wouldn't be ever able to play uh, indoor soccer again because it's too hard on the joints. Anyway, because um, I had massive inflammation, when I cut the red meat out and the dairy, uh, it went in my knee. Yeah, I, like, I was like, what the fuck? Like it's Interesting. gone. Interesting. Wow, yeah, dude. and um, huh? Oh, I was just saying like, you know, that's great. Like, um, Yeah, it was awesome. And anyway, I stayed at like 92 kilograms, man. And I was, not only was I playing soccer, I was playing indoor soccer, which they said I'd never do again. I was doing that four times a week at 92 kilograms. And also it helped a lot with, in terms of the amount of food because I could, um, cause you process it a lot faster cause it's like plant-based. So like mm-hmm. it's in and out very quickly. It doesn't sit around for ages. So I could eat more, not put on weight, but then get the benefits of having more energy. Right. So I was yeah. like, you know, and people, when they, when they see me in the gym and then they see me play soccer, the first thing they ask, they go, what the fuck do you eat? Like what do you what do you eat? How much like how do you do that? How how do you how do you be the fastest and fittest and sharpest and most athletic on a football pitch? But you're 93 kilograms and then you go into the gym and you look like the most jacked dude there. Like how do, how does that work? And I'm like so they go how, what do you eat? And I go oh, I'm I'm vegan and they're just like nah bullshit. No way. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't believe it, yeah. but it's like genuinely it helped a lot with that. Um, I should probably post more in terms of like my like what I eat and everything. I'm just like I don't. I really don't like being like that pushy vegan dude. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, me, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to entice people to to reduce um, their meat intake or anything from like a I can gain standpoint. From like I'm going to become this. I'm going to become that. Because when you do it from a dietary standpoint, you'll be vegan for four months and then you'll be carnivore four months after that. Like dead set. Mm. Like it has to be like for me. It was like a genuine. Like it was like a full blind. It was like ethical. But also big time, it was spiritual. Like, uh, you know, even if even if you said, oh, this cow's been grass fed and looked after his whole life and then we euthanized it and he went to sleep in my lap whilst I was playing a fucking guitar in the hills of Austria, right? <laughs> and then you ate it. I would still be like, no, because I'm taking the life of another being for my own gain. Do you know what I mean? Like another conscious mm-hmm. sentient being for my, own, um, for my own personal gain, whether it's taste, whether it's perceived nutritional benefits, which I don't believe in, but let's not get into that. Um, or whether it's for like a muscle or whatever, I'll be like, no, I'm still against it. Like, so when people try yeah. to convince me of a nutritional argument, I'm like, one, I'm healthier and fitter and stronger than nearly everyone. Um, but also like, even if I became unhealthy, man, or if I, if, if tomorrow they said, oh, I'm going to become skinny unless you do this or do that and eat this, man, I, I'll become skinny. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have that much of an attachment to my body in that sense like as long as i'm doing the right thing like if someone said for me it's like imagine if someone's i know this is a bit of a fuck cooked example they're like hey dude if you molest a child just once a week just once a week your testosterone will increase 50 percent and you'll get jacked what would you do would you do it no, it's fucked no. up dude so no you no, no yeah. exactly so that's why when people are like oh dude you just have twice a week you could be bigger you could be i'm like no because for me from a ethical and spiritual standpoint it's completely wrong Right, and I feel like it's like this overcoming of man thing, you know, the, the Ubermensch, like Nietzsche and all that sort of like thinking. I feel like this was for me in my life, right? It was important for me to overcome this next step, which was to stop, at least reduce to the best extent possible my like the amount of suffering that I was causing. Okay. Right. Yeah. On other on other things. That that's that. And everyone's now people listen to this probably gonna get triggers, fuck. But like in general, everyone's like everyone's at their own in their own individual spiritual journey, right? It's not here to say eat meat, do this, do that, or don't do it. Like it's totally up to you. It's your own individual spiritual journey in this life. And for me personally, it was very important that I that I stopped. Yeah, no, that yeah. was for me. 
that that was for me and i'm very big on like the spiritual side of things man like i'm a bit of a mm. fucking hippie to be honest like i'm <laughs> i'm like a fat hip i'm a fat hippie <laughs> yeah yeah no no like so, that that totally makes sense though because we all kind of have um different like outlooks on our nutrition a little bit like inside this circle yep. we all have you yep. know different takes on it we've all have different experiences that have led us to you know our certain positions and our certain yep. you know takes on our diets so yeah it's definitely good that you know you're willing to come on here and share that as well as um we have you know a bunch of meat eater meat eaters in the audience and we just kind of have our different ways yeah um, of, of doing things you know um, and you gotta remember i also i used to be a massive meat eater as well yeah, yeah. like as if like i like i grew up eating meat and all the rest of it i've now been vegan uh five years okay yeah, so yeah. a decent amount of time and I, like for me on a physical level veganism was like just amazing like unbelievable Dude, for yeah. like sport um uh bodybuilding soccer mm -hmm. like the whole thing unbelievable yeah and then obviously then there's a spiritual and ethical component but i need to reiterate i don't eat fake meats mm. okay. like I, I that for me no. if i do do it it's a treat it's like when you go have like a burger and chips and a milkshake it's a treat right so if i go have a fucking burger with beyond meat in it like you know the beyond like it's made out of wheat protein or whatever yeah that is a treat Right, I do not fucking, I do not suggest fucking removing meat and then adding fake meat. Fuck that. Yeah. If you're gonna like, I'm a whole foods dude, man. Like I have just like I'm plant whole foods, plant based. That's it. Like my my like, and I get heaps of protein. Like my breakfast this morning, man. Like I had, I had oats. I had, it was like a smoothie bowl. So it's like oats with uh, flaxseed, chia seed, some peanut butter in there. Um, I had frozen blueberries. And then like a scoop of like plant-based protein powder and then over the top i put some granola and in that man it's like that's what another thing people don't realize like plant plant sources of protein are really really dense so in that bowl it was about 60 grams of protein yeah what's right. your like uh number one recommendation because that's one of the questions from the audience for just getting like protein from plants um what's like your number one go-to um oh fuck, i don't know because i'm so varied man i love beans switch it up yeah yeah, man, I love I love beans, legumes, and grains and nuts. So like, you know, nuts and nut butters are very like I like that. But also like in general, there's like just heaps of protein in it. But I would suggest, and I've got everyone onto it, like that I know in person, change your breakfast, mm. switch your breakfast up. So so have like try and have like a big smoothie or like a smoothie you could, but like an oat bowl, like a like a smoothie bowl with oats, like heaps yeah. of like a cup and a half of oats. Chia seed is like mint. Get some chia seed in there. Flaxseed is like is like an ancient grain, man. That's some Aryan like ancient shit. Like get your flaxseed in. Yeah. Okay. Just it only and you don't want to add too much. There's a lot of protein in it, but sometimes because there's so much fiber in it, and it's so healthy for you, it actually might you you because uh, you'll be like cleaning your gut. Give you a you cleanse. Yeah. Yeah, and you might get bloated and everything. So just start with like a spoonful of flax. Uh, add it at you know have the chia seed i like a little bit of peanut butter in there um i like popping some like frozen frozen fruit and bananas and everything in as well i i use almond milk so i'll pop some almond milk in a little bit and then um and then just the rest water and then the, and then i flavor it with like a protein powder like a like a plant-based protein powder mm. uh that there man it will set you up for the day it's so it's just like it is so good for me and you get a fucking mad pump <laughs> in the gym like a hectic. and then for oh, lunch yeah. For lunch, man, I just have like a snack. Like I don't really have a big lunch. I might have fucking like, like I might have like, half, like a half a can of chickpeas and like half an avocado or something like that. Like you know, mm -hmm. just mix it. I'm real. I'm fucking lazy, dude. I'm a shit. Like I'm lazy as fuck. Um, and that that's my lunch. And then yeah, dinner. I have like a big. I love curries. Like I have big like a sort of like a chickpea, chickpea curry. Uh, yes. Sort of go to. Um, and again, it's just like a pop there's heaps of protein like i don't have an issue with protein i could probably get on average at least like 200 grams a day and i don't like i don't count calories or anything like that i'm not i'm yeah. not on that I don't like to, i've never counted a calorie in my life i just sort of eat intuitively so if i need to lose weight i just sort of reduce stuff and if i need to put on weight i just eat more yeah um but yeah there's there's heaps of stuff but i'd say start with the breakfast i'd also this is gonna be controversial <laughs> again <laughs> but cut out dairy and I'm not talking from an ethical, for me, from an, for an ethical perspective, it's like I, I do it, but oh, man, I got shredded. Like, I, I, like my body changed. So it's like, 
do it for six weeks and see what happens. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Do it like just just from a pure aesthetic perspective. Just see what happens. Just try. For it, me, yeah. I was a milk fiend. I never thought I'd be able to get rid of it because I loved it, right? So I was like, I'm always just gonna have it when I want. If I want a fucking milkshake and I'm out, I'm gonna do it. All the rest of it. Um, that was how I sort of first started when I went vegan. Mm. But when I cut it out before, I think it was like on the fifth or sixth week. Like I was like, oh my god, dude, what the fuck? I saw myself in the mirror and I was like, I just looked like my body had changed. Like it started to like uh, change shape, but I'd put on weight. Like no, I didn't move. I hadn't lost weight. Sorry. So like yeah. I found like when I cut out dairy, man, I got shredded. So I don't know, like if that's like a, you know, but my weight stayed the same. So I didn't weird, lose weight. Weird, dude. So that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. just as a, te- you know, everyone likes to experiment, especially when it comes to like their physique and aesthetics and stuff. That's the, that would be my little experiment, like you know, suggestion. Just see what just happens. Try like, well, yeah, just give yeah. it a go. Not from any, not like oh, vegetarian or vegan or anything. Just like literally purely from like an aesthetics perspective. See, see what happens. See if you like it. Mm-hmm. You know, and no. if you don't, I can keep having it. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm glad you made that point. It's very important to, like, experiment with your diet and also, like, counting the calories. I don't count my calories either. Like, yeah. sometimes I'll kind of, you know, uh, kind of find what works to where I'm, you know, either gaining weight or losing weight. And then I'll just stick somewhere around there, you know, intuitively, just like you. So, yeah, 100%. Uh, 100%. Yeah. I couldn't, yeah, if I was counting calories all the time, especially because I play so much sport and uh, and soccer, like I can't, like it's just too much. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, if I was just gymming, I could probably like space stuff out better. But like, you know, yesterday I played a match in like 40 degree heat and like I, I probably ran like eight kilometers of like, high, you know, you got jogging, walking, and high intensity sprints. Right. I don't know how much fucking muscle I lost. I don't know how much, like how much I burned or whatever. I just literally every couple of days check myself on the scale. And if I've lost weight and I'm happy there, I'll leave it. And if I'm not, fuck it. I'll just eat a bit more over the next couple, like three, four days and see if I can pop that back up. Yeah. Like, and that's how you should really see things. Otherwise, if you're counting calories, man, you'll just like, you just fucking crack one day and just get fat or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just eat intuitively and just, uh, and, eat, and eat for enjoyment as well. Yeah, I think that's important. You don't want to be like, you don't want to be depressed over what you're eating because you just got like fucking plain broccoli with like fucking plain chicken next to it or something every day. Like, fuck that, dude. Yeah. No, no, no. you want to eat for enjoyment. And if you ever eat, overeat one day, undereat the next. You know, yeah. have a small breakfast. So whenever I have, if I have a day where I like, I fucking, you know, I go too much, like pizzas, this, that, whatever, that next morning, I'll have like a quarter cup of oats right and i might have it in a smoothie i have a quarter cup of oats bit of berries half a scoop of protein powder bit of milk as in like almond milk (laughs) Mm. and then um you know and mix it up and have that as my breakfast and i just straight away i've got enough to keep me going for the day like and it's you know i feel good but i've cut out like 700 calories right there and then that's it and then i just eat reflective of how i normally eat for the rest of the day and it makes up for the day before so if you ever like yeah if you ever overeat one day under eat try and under eat healthily the next and yeah. the same, vice versa. If you ever under eat chronically, like I, the, 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 I think it was a couple of days ago as well. Fuck, I haven't eaten too well recently. Hey, um, <laughs> I, I, I under ate. Like I just fucking didn't have any food. Like I was busy. I got stuck with mates. This, that, and I just had nothing. So then, um, the next day, man, I fucking ate. I just big breakfast, big lunch, big dinner, and a dessert. Right, and then it props you back up, and you feel good the next day. So you know, it's just a balancing act. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend counting. Maybe the first time, if you're, in, if you're in like a Sort of like a newbie to it all Brand new. just, just so kind you of understand yeah just so you have roughly have an idea of what you're putting in right um but then after that just leave it yeah. and just eat accordingly and just measure just check your weight every now and then mm-hmm. okay awesome sweet next thing i want to kind of segue into is obviously your physique is very important um for you know the reasons listed that we just went over so why are optics important and you know how people perceive us because you were talking about um, yesterday you played a soccer match and you know everyone was you know complimenting you and just saying you know um, I can't remember the exact quotes but it was like you know they were comparing you to um, a Greek god and all this stuff why does looking good matter and as well as you know aesthetics always win so you know what are kind of your takes on that well it's important like uh, you know a lot of you know the, <clears throat> another thing with the spiritual side of things is you realize there's like a separation between your spirit and the ego right mm-hmm. and you don't want your ego to run wild but your ego is fun is fundamental to the human experience here on earth yeah right? 
and naturally <clears throat> it is important um, to look good just from an ego perspective in terms of like, not like, oh, I'm the fucking shit, walk around like a fucking cocky cunt, but like just to feel good about yourself because then you will, you will radiate that energy, right? And that confidence. So it's really important for, the, for, for that side of things to look good for yourself, right? Because when you're confident, you will then in, embark on uh, different opportunities in life that maybe you wouldn't have before right um talk to people that you maybe wouldn't have before talk in a certain way that maybe you wouldn't have before and so it can literally change your life like it can change how mm -hmm. you go about for the rest and it can it'll change your children's lives as well because they'll have yeah. a nice strong father right or a nice healthy mother right so from that perspective it's like just integral man like it, you just got to be strong and fit you don't have to be a fucking bodybuilder but be strong and fit just from that just just for your own experience of this reality on earth it's important um but then then that flows on to the sort of if you're in our circles it's especially with how anything basically to the right of center is ostracized right they're looking for anything you got to make sure you command attention straight away right so you got to you got to speak well you've got to be intellectual or um eloquent with how you talk uh listen to other people but if you're strong and you're aesthetic I'm telling you, it's like, it, there's like a subconscious thing, especially between men that you respect. Like if I see, even if he's, yeah. he looks and he looks mad, I'll, I'll even writing his points are dumb. I'll almost be looking for something that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's like, yeah, cause he looks the part, he looks the part and looks are the first thing we see when we see someone where we automatically, from an evolutionary perspective, from a subconscious perspective, from a spiritual perspective, we're judging them based on what they look like. Yeah, you always judge a book that, by its cover just naturally. Straight away, yeah, whether you like it or not, you're doing it. And that's yeah. why it's really important to come across strong and and like, yeah, an aesthetic, but especially with men to be built. You don't have to be a steroid, like if I see someone that looks like a big steroid lunch up, I'll probably go, dude, <laughs> dude's fucking dumb. Do you know what I mean? Like he's just yeah. like, oh, I lift weights, you know, like that sort of thing. But if you come across and you're, you know, you're a strong man, it's really, really important, especially in our world, um, because people will listen. And we need every, we need to the optics. The optics really are everything on our side. I know some people say, oh, fuck optics, this, that. You need to just get it out. But man, if you, if you look like a gimp, like I'm sorry, no one's going to listen to you, especially yeah. when they're looking for any reason for you to be wrong. That's another mm -hmm. thing. These, you know, people have been cultivated through school and through university to think the opposite to you, right? So if you want them to listen, the first thing you got to do is win is uh, is win on that first judgment, like which is you, you, which is your looks. And if you can look really, really good, I have a certain cultivate an aesthetic, and by that I mean like, so I look, you know, I have that sort of like the long blonde hair, golden sort of skin. I'm tall. I'm strong. And like people go, oh, yeah, you look like a Greek god. You look like this. You look, you know. So that's like an aesthetic. I got a mate that looks like, he looks like fucking Aquaman, right? Yeah. And he's got a hectic vibe and a hectic look. And people just like you should see. It. He walks and people just stare at him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they're just like, and, and it's always other men, and they're just like sort of looking like fuck, you know. And he's well built, and he's got this hectic like the way he dresses and everything. It's like his own style, and people just fucking look like holy shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, and if exactly. he was to say yeah, anything, yeah. they would be like listen yeah man that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I noticed the difference between when i was like just a sort of soccer player that was like skinny whatever i wasn't skinny i always had like big legs and broad shoulders but like to, to me now man people listen i'm telling you people just sit there and listen and not only that they're much more receptive and yeah. that's why it's really really important to get those optics at least at a base level um so people are more receptive to what you're saying and uh, yeah so that that's why yesterday like you know I'm versing these guys and we're like, you know, they're technically your, your enemy combatants for the, for the 90 minutes. And they can't like, dude, literally throughout the match, those other ones being like, dude, you look fucking sick. <laughs> like, you know, you really yeah. quick, you look fucking fast, man. You look like you're going to be like Adonis. <laughs> it plays with you know their heads I mean? like, too. Like in a exactly. Yeah. So it's in their heads. And then when you do something good, they're like, fuck, this guy's cool. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, yes, it's like on a football perspective. I'm, ne I'm never going to be like, you know, my brother commented on my post. He was the one that made that comment about like, you know, Fua, tell us what you think. That's my brother. <laughs> um, uh, but like, obviously I'm never going to, but if I ever saw them out, 
right? And I'm sitting down with a group of people and we're like having deeper, like more intellectual conversations about the world and our reality around us and spirituality. I guarantee they listen to me. Yeah. And that's why it's important because people listen. And it's like the old thing, like, you know, people don't listen until you lift. And it's like, to an extent, it really is true. true. And so the, the aesthetic side and the strength side from that fundamentals, what I talked about at the start in terms of just being a strong man and passing that onto your children and those around you and radiating a better energy. And it can change, it literally will change your life for the better and make you a better person. But then the optic side, if you're ever going to get into um, deeper discussions about stuff, it's really important as well. And people are more receptive. They're, they're much more open-minded, man. Like if I, uh, oh fuck, here's a good example. Vegans at the start, man. That's why I fucking hated them because they all fucking look like shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. not until I think when I saw those videos and I had a bit of a look into it and then I found like, I think his name was Misha Janjek, right? He's fucking Jack, bro. He's like this, looks like a, like a, he's got like blonde hair tied in a bun, like, you know, shaved all around, tied up in a bun. He's like six foot four. Absolutely oh, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. massive, man. Yeah, massive, massive. Such a sick, he's like, he stopped bodybuilding now, but he mm. looks so sick, dude. He was vegan. I was like, that's fucking hectic. Do you know that's what I mean? What, yeah, it like, it's what makes something, you know. Yeah, and you. I was like, you know what, maybe. And I had started looking at some of his stuff. I'm like, you know what, fuck it. Like, mm. I'll just give it, a, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'll give it a go. And I think that's why some people listen to me as well on it. Yeah, true. Because it's like, because I have a certain look and I have a certain aesthetic. And so that's another prime example, man. People will actually listen to me about veganism. Whether they take it on on board or they disagree or whatever, that's relevant. They will listen purely because yeah. they look at me and they go, okay, he's worth listening to. But why, why are they saying that? Because they see my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They see how I'm built. And so then you take that to all aspects of life and it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. And that's yeah. why I think, I think that's why everyone hates politicians, man. Cause they all look like gimps yeah they don't look the part they look fucking shit dude yeah they're all like like they're all just like small little skinny runts that like f- fucking insecure and just they're just losers man they just look like spiritual husks there's nothing there mm-hmm. they're just there for a bit of power and that's why no one listens to them man t- uh, you know i think that's why schwarzenegger did well because even though he was older at the time people people still remembered him as that fucking mad cunt in venice beach do you know what i mean mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's like, why, I think that's actually why. And he was a Republican in California. Mm-hmm. A Republican in California, right? I guarantee he got in. Yeah, he's famous, but not all famous people can actually get in. But it's because he had that aesthetic vibe his whole life. Like, fuck that Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You know? And you just and run think people that, over so easily like that. Exactly. And he had the optics his whole life. Even though he was older then and didn't have it then, people still remembered him for what he looked like. Yeah. And that's how important it is in the in our society. And so, like on an individual day to day level, man, look good, feel good, radiate that energy, be confident. It will help you, you know, subconsciously and consciously throughout your whole life, your children. But then also, um, if you ever, you know, looking to help someone else, really, that's how I see it. When I'm talking to someone about this, I'm actually trying to help them, mm-hmm. right? For, for, from from what I know, or from what I believe I know, you know, to share that information, and at least they will listen to you. Yeah. That's the very least you can ask for. And they will always listen if you look good. Is that kind of like your take on how to how we reflect the hyperborean ideal in our everyday life to life? Like how would you say is the best way to um, you know, ascend to that higher being that we represent um yep. in the circle, you know? That's that's the best way in a physical manifestation of it. Yeah. What is it like? So the best way to, yeah, the best way to ascend or to reach that higher level is to is to begin to cultivate that physically, like a physical mm. manifestation of it. So you'll see like statue of David, right? And these stat you look at the way the men are built. They're, they're never built skinny fat. Yeah. Like, there's nothing inspiring about that. It's like fuck, okay, skinny fat dude's holding a snake. What the fuck's he doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it's always like they've got their, they're well built, they're chiseled. They got like, you can tell they've got reasonably low body fat just because they're fucking the way their cheekbones come out. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 and that's why we, you draw that because it is inspiring. And it's like in that sense, you listen to the statues and you listen to their message. But the reason you do it is because of the fucking aesthetic. It's like, it's like, I feel like physical man, it's like a physical manifestation of God on earth. Almost. Like in that yeah, little, yeah, yeah. in that little bit, in that little second when you see it and you go, oh, that's cool. It's like a little representation of like godliness. 
like but on earth in a physical manifestation of it right through men especially men because we have the capacity to build muscle we're taller we're stronger and, and that's what you're meant to be and so you just yeah. need to yeah focus on that and, and in that, that's how i feel about it when i see it i for that split second i see a reflection of an aspect of of god mm-hmm. for that little bit oh that's nice but just on a physical you remember the body the body will cease to exist in like 70 years time you'll be dead or 80 or however however old you are but in that moment it's like it's re- i i appreciate it as well like i really like it I yeah, yeah. Hectic. you know what yeah. i mean yeah that's and i think one it's actually a spiritual yeah, there's, I think there's a high spiritual element to it that we're not that people aren't quite aware of either. There's like that subconscious, like you like it and you're willing to listen, but in that moment when you see it, it's like it's it's like capturing a moment in time or something. I can't I can't quite grasp it, but I think there's there's an element of higher spirituality to it because I think you're trying in that you're trying to overcome man in that in that sense and that that moment in time where you look that like like getting a really cool photo with aesthetic background and everything it's you like have that little, pump yeah yeah man it's like though it's like those moments in time but it's very important like bringing it back to the ego side it's very important not to get carried away with it mm-hmm. you know people get so desperate that they fucking shrink their testicles up permanently because they just got steroids yeah right you know and I, i'm not against that or anything but i really feel like you should just grind hard naturally first like I, man i traveled all of europe in 2019 i barely lost any size mm. i went to the gym like once a week and i came back within within like two and a half months of coming back i, I hit a pb on chest <laughs> <laughs> and i'd gone i'd been gone for nine months yeah you know because i'm natural and i hold it and i think in that in that sense it's it's worth it um but yeah don't get carried away with the ego like it's very much like be confident and yeah there's gonna always gonna be that ego element like yeah fuck i look like a sick cunt today like you know you can joke around about it but don't get too into it don't get too carried away with it and don't be like too much like uh caught up in the whole thing because then otherwise you you become fixated and you lose the meaning of it Mm -hmm. yeah everything's everything's balanced try balance everything exactly yeah the meaning is always a little bit deeper than you know just like the muscles on the surface there's like a definitely a medical metaphysical element to it um like you said with how you know your physique reflects almost just like a small portion of God. If, you know, us humans can even, you know, yeah, envision that. But at the same time, it's like, whatever that is, um, you know, when you go into the gym and you, you know, you're consistent with your nutrition, you're consistent with your training and you have the right mentality and you're doing it with the right motivation as well. Like, you know, you have to be ascending to um, some type of, higher ideal you know 100 it's it, there is a form of physical ascension in there yeah which is really important but bring it back to the god thing see part of my spiritual belief is it's similar to the hindu system mm-hmm. um but also that's very similar to the ancient like proto-germanic like um spirituality as well they're very very similar yeah uh and that's like i believe god exists in everyone mm-hmm. right so we're all our own god but not in like the satanic way where it's like oh i can then come up with my own morals and do fucked up shit Right? It's like no, we're all we're all manifestations of God, but we're 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 connected to the one PowerPoint. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I believe that for animals as well, which then again gets into like the vegan sort of thing. Like I believe that for animals, and I believe that for humans. Um, and that's why in that moment where we look and we cultivate ourselves, we're actually bringing ourselves slightly closer to God in that in that in that moment. In terms of like the a physical manifestation of it. it's like when you see a girl and she's just like radiates that like beauty. It's like a princess it's like a higher being do you know yeah. what I mean? just for that yeah. second you see them you go oh wow and mm-hmm. i think there's something else there other uh, apart from oh you know the, the evolutionary like thing for that would be like oh it's because you just want to mate with them and i was like yeah i get that but it's like and have it's- children or whatever but it's like there is like that that little extra element where it's like time stops for a second or something yeah you know what yeah. i mean yeah, absolutely uh, and, and so many- guy, like I, I don't really get it for girls to be honest uh, because i have a girlfriend so i'm not really looking that way <laughs> yeah, but, yeah you know um especially for men like uh, it sounds so homo but like yeah you see someone you're like fuck that's sick you know what yeah, i mean yeah. mm-hmm. i think yeah if, if god if my belief is that god it, uh, is is manifested in, in all of us here on earth all beings um i think that's very much true when you start to ascend you know and you're cultivating that body to look as best as it can there is like a godly element to it even if yeah. it's just small yeah and we've also become very attached to like the materialistic side of things and 
you know, a lot of what people consume these days, whether it be, you know, oh, porn, yeah. too much social media, oh, news, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, seriously, mate. Um, but they have like a really big negative side effect on our spiritual side. It's like the more oh, you lean God. towards the materialism and like the consuming, um, the more detrimental it hits um, your spiritual side. I think that's something that, you know, you really believe as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred, a hundred percent, man. It's um, yeah. yeah, you can't that that yeah. It's, again, it's it's psychological. So there's spiritual terrorism that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually believe it's going on for all people, but I really believe that the focus is on um the white European tribe purely because it's happening in our countries. I, I feel like the ones yeah. that we we've set up in America, Australia, or our native homelands in Europe, and and you've got to destroy that first, and then everyone else will come next. Right, but I also believe on a on a global level, they're replacing spirituality with materialism, and that is why, dude. Honestly, that's why suicide and stuff like that's so high. You can't do that. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't, you can't say there is no God, or there is no like literal God, or however you think about it. Oh, there's no spirit. It's all bullshit. It's all this, that, and then even if the, it's not true, but like say it were, and you replace that with something so shallow. Do you know what I mean? It's so shallow as as materialism. Like, oh, I have a car or I have a gold chain or like I have this house and, you know, you'll never actually be happy in the present. You'll always be like, I'll be happy when I get this. I'll be happy when I get that. I'll be happy when I move into that home. I'll be happy when I get here. I'll be happy when I get body. Uh, sorry, when I get a good body. You have to be happy in the process. I love the grind. Mm-hmm. And it and makes it even more satisfying when you get there because then you're content, right? And you're happy. Uh, you know, if you think you're going to be happy when you get this job because you're not happy. Now, okay, there's sometimes like you're, you're in a shit job and you actually will be happy if you get a better one. I'm not talking like that, but I'm just saying you have to focus on the present and be comfortable and happy in the present. If you always think that if I get this car, I will then be happy. No, you're not. You're not going to be. And I think that that lust for more has come because we've lost our, um, we've lost a major part of our spirituality, which is again, brings me back to why I started the Instagram because I'm mm-hmm. on a subconscious and conscious level trying to reconnect people yeah. with their ancestors, with that spirit and, and get that spark in there to, for them to then go off and have a look into it. Like, it's not for me to tell you, right? Because it, it, spirituality is a uniquely individual journey, um, but it's, I can, I can certainly ignite a spark. And I think that is why the world's so fucked up as it is now, because there is no meaning anymore. Because life is actually, for, for me, uh, it's fundamentally, it's a spiritual journey, right? Yeah. So if you, take out, if you take out what is the fundamental for life, then what is life? It just Nothing. doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have any meaning. And then, and then, and then you get, then you just get consumed by materialism yeah. right? and porn and sex. And like, you just uh, uh, like an uh, obsessive focus on it. Yeah. Right? It's just and a so downward spiral exactly, of like, man. Yeah. trying to get that next dopamine hit and all that exactly and then drugs and this and that and or, or however it's going to manifest in your life mm-hmm. and then you'll be yeah and then there's depression and that is why suicide as well is so high because there is that they've taken that away but then you've got the stresses of the world we live in in general yeah like, yeah it's 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 bad and then and then also well, it's just the subconscious brainwashing conscious and subconscious you know mm-hmm. through university so like it's yeah it's like you know they're sending humans into these like like manufacturers for like to, to destroy them. That's how, how I see it. It's like, yeah. it's really evil, man. Like at the, at the highest level, it's fucking evil. Yeah. And like school- get, focusing on money. And that's what, like even blacks in America, man, like they've been, they're just pawns, bro. Like they're, they're being used and they don't realize like a lot yeah. of, some of them do like they're being used, like even the rap scene and everything it's fucking bullshit, dude. It's all about like, you know, so these kids that grow up without a father, cause they, you know, the, certain people change the incarceration rate right so you know you fucking have a gram of weed on you you go to jail for 20 years they grow mm. up without a father right so then they look to where do they look for their father they look for it in the media right and they look for it in the, the you know black icons or like you know people that they can look up to in society that are black and they're all rappers that are talking about sex drugs money crime gangs right and yeah. you don't have a dad and we already we all know the stats and what happens if you don't have a dad and you your likelihood for jail and all the rest of it right and then not only that they're listening to all this crap in the media and these songs and everything, and then they want to be like it. And then what happens is they then do the same thing and then they get incarcerated and this, and the cycle keeps going. Yeah. And then they've, they've encouraged women 
to marry the state because they can get more money out of being married to the state than being married to a man. Mm-hmm. So they, it, it's, it's encouraging getting knocked up. And then these people that do all these fucking bullshit rap videos and songs and all that, it's just getting so out of control, like WAP and all the rest of it. It's just fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's fucking so bad, dude. It's just like, I can't believe we're already here. But like, you know, it, they're pawns, man. They're pawns and they're being used just as much. And, and, and on a spiritual level, that's demeaning. That's fucking mm-hmm. disastrous. Like that's like you're, they've turned Africans into just pawns to push a fucking demonic agenda. Like yeah. especially in the US, man. It's, you know, and then, and not only that, it leads to high criminality and all the rest of it. And it's just destroying these communities. But then you know what then they, they do? Oh, blame white person, blame whitey. Yeah. You know, reparations, slavery, bro. 300 years ago, slavery, man. It's fucking bullshit. But it's all about, again, they're, they're baiting everyone against each other. Mm-hmm. It's it's some fucked up shit, man. And I don't know what we can do. I don't think, honestly, a bit of a black pill. There is no changing it. I, I believe we're in a certain cycle right now and we're coming towards the back end of it. And it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So we have to focus on our own individual spiritual journey and helping those around us and trying to inspire inspire others to do the same. Exactly. Um, and that, that will lead to a greater awakening. Like I said at the very start of the podcast, the spiritual aspect is reflected in the physical manifestation on earth of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like, I know that people might not like hearing this, but like, dude, we kill like 80 billion fucking animals a year, like in the most fucked up way, 80 billion. That's yeah, That's why they want fake meats because it's not sustainable. Like, cause the amount of land, they have to destroy the fucking, mm-hmm. so much land in the Amazon and, and South America to grow, to, to grow soybean, to feed animals in Europe because it's landlocked that then just get killed. And so we're just the, the amount of land that's being destroyed just to have 80 billion grazing cattle. And then you've got to grow the food for it and all the rest of it. And I believe that even that on that level, in that microcosm, it's fucked. It's not sustainable. And like, you know, and that flows on directly into our physical state. And then like, you know, and the fact that everyone's going like real, like satanic in the sense that like, they only exist for themselves and what they can do for themselves, yeah. you know? Uh, and then that again, that flows on and, and you know, you just think about everything. There's so many things and it all builds into the physical state of the earth. And that is literally why we are where we are, but it's, it's part of, it's, it's just part of the, the journey here. And that's why I, I believe you just got to focus on your individual spiritual journey and helping those around you. That's it. Absolutely. And trying to inspire them, especially right now we're in a real fucked up time. Yeah. Like uh, when you look back to, um, you said, you know, you've read a lot of, uh, you know, Hindu worldview stuff. And like, essentially yeah. right now we're in what would be Kali Yuga. the Kali Yuga. Yeah. So dark age. So yeah, there'll yep. be, there'll definitely be a turn or like some type of breaking point, breaking point, spiritual 100%. awakening. Um, and like you just said, you know, the best thing you can do is how you live your everyday day to day life, because people pick up on that. People pick up on, you know, what you look like and what you're saying. And they intertwine those two, um, kind of get their view of you and then in turn from that you know that can encompass their worldview uh and all those yeah. things so yeah whatever you're you know you're representing to someone um is very important um and you know you're doing a great job of it as well over here Thank um, you. yeah so um i think that's going to go ahead and wrap it up but we got a few questions from the audience um that i'd like to get into yep yeah so uh one guy asked us uh uh, advice for short guys. Um, don't don't be overly cocky. Like I find like short people tend to like because there's like that you know Napoleon much, complex. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're very aware of it. It's always like you know looking for some sort of power, this or that. And like I know to an extent, it's like yeah, because like you're thinking about finding a future wife and this and that. But the best thing is is just be happy right be happy funny nice confident a good person be a good person at heart okay be a really good person like you know don't be fake about it just go about it try don't focus on it too much be fit be strong be healthy be happy right and i think everything else will then take care of itself and and and, you know you might in terms of like attracting like a like a partner you might have to work a bit harder like i guess it's like there's like you know in terms of you know, if, versus like, I'm um, like, versus like, say, some six foot three, like, fucking really good looking dude, right? 
Mm-hmm. Now, there's that there is that element, but at the end of the day, like if you go out with the right girl, they won't they won't care as long as you're a really good person. You're going to be a good father, and you're you're strong, you're healthy, you're happy. I think that's the that's the most um, that that's fundamental. And and obviously, don't be a dropkick or anything like that. Yeah, well said. Um, and then you you're kind of known for your long gold hair. So another question mm-hmm. was, what are some long hair tips overall? Just healthcare slash skincare for men. Um, so my hair, like I probably wash it, uh, every third night mm-hmm. I pop some like conditioner and shampoo and whatnot in it. Um, and then I'll tell you what's actually pretty sick for long hair. I put condi- like not, not all the time, but if I'm going out or like I'm going somewhere, pop conditioner in it, not at the front, a little bit at the front, but especially at the back, cause it can get kind of dry and like you know, tangly or whatever it is. So like wet it a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. And then actually like get a decent amount of conditioner and like just rub it, rub it through, like run it through your hair with your hands, especially at the back, the long parts. And it like helps weigh it down. So, you know, when you have that wet head look and it looks really cool. Yeah. Right. It helps create that, but it's like kind of, it's basically like 90% dry, 95% dry, but it helps create that weight in the hair. Gotcha. Then it like, and then it will sit over your shoulders nice. It won't be like sort of fluffed or anything like that because you've just got a little bit of weight in it from the mm. conditioner and it makes it shine a little bit as well. And also much easier to brush so you can tie it up. You know, I'll, I'll put some conditioner through it, brush my hair, tie it up. But then also when you let it out, it fucking just drops and hangs over your shoulders. It doesn't fluff because it's been tied up all day. It just drops and hangs over. It's fucking sick. so yeah yeah, a little bit of conditioner if you're if if you're going out or whatever Mm -hmm. you know and just experiment with whatever amount works for you you don't want to go out smelling like you're fucking having a shower but like (laughs) if you but even then if you get a fucking nice smelling conditioner dude it's hectic because you Mm -hmm. your hair smells great as well so it's like doesn't stink you know you you can rely on natural grease to an extent but i think if you've got dark hair that's fine you can you can rely on natural grease with blonde hair you don't want grease in it man because if you if you've got grease in your hair you lose your color like it looks dirtier it can even look a bit coppery um like you know that photo uploaded where i'm at the waterfall uh yeah yeah. and my hair looks fucking blonde as fuck that is literally because i showered washed and conditioned my hair in the morning like there was no grease in it Mm. right there's no grease in it so it just looked like fucking white Right. And that is like, so when you're blonde, you don't want to have too much grease in your hair. That's why you kind of got it. Like I see these guys, oh, I only wash your hair once a week. That's all fine if you've got brown hair or black hair or whatever. If you're blonde, you have to wash it every couple of days to get the grease out. So it shows the color. Yeah. Um, I, have, that, I have brown hair so I can get away with it. Yeah. So if you've got blonde hair, especially do that. But in general, if you've got long hair, a little bit of conditioner, man, especially in the ends and a little bit at the front, man, it's fucking sick. Take yeah. Sweet. Um, what are some book recommendations you have? Um, Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. I think, that's like, I think that's a cool, like a cool book in terms of like, uh, just the way it's written and everything about like, you know, basically two people going to war and like what's right and what's wrong and what you need to do on this earth. You know, it's like yeah. people say, oh, you can't kill, you can't do this, this and that. Yeah. But it's part of the human experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If people are in your back garden, they're coming in to fucking fuck your shit up, man. You've got to kill them. Exactly. You know, it's, it's fundamental to the human experience. And that's like, and that's sort of the debate that's going on in that book about like, oh, you know, but these people are me. They are God on a, you know, manifestation, manifested in just like a different being, um, you know, so I don't want to kill them. And, but like, but you have to, do you know what I mean? So it's like that, you know, it's like a big, like spiritual sort of like um, debate episode. Yeah, yeah. So that's a cool book. Savitri Devi. <laughs> I, I don't mind her. She's very, that's expensive because that shit's banned. But that's just kind of cool because she was like, one, she was like one of the first sort of like, uh, let's just say right wing vegetarians, like after Hitler. Obviously, Hitler was vego and same with Himmler and whatnot. Um, but, uh, you know, she was, you know, so from that, she, she explains her views on, on it from a spiritual perspective. But then also she's uh, very esoteric in her, in the way she writes and the way she thinks. So she's cool. But like, if you can find, um, if you can even find those books, they're very hard to get a hold of because they've been banned, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, Julius of Ola, man, fucking sick. I love him. Oh yeah. 
yeah i just like even just cat like, even like little captions of it man like even if it's not the whole book just like summaries man it's just like mm -hmm. that sort of knowledge is hectic so yeah evola devi and maybe some yeah the bhagavad gita and and then also fucking shit no, i need it. fundamental do your own research into your own ancestral spirit mm -hmm. that's like even if it's online read about it learn about it because it's yeah. in you absolutely man awesome well yeah that's going to cap it off um I appreciate you for coming on and I hope we could, you know, pro provide some good information for everybody. Yeah. I hope I, yeah. uh, you know, I wasn't too boring. I've tried to keep it like somewhat tame ish for the yeah, first yeah. one. Um, I don't want to, you know, I've got a lot of stuff I can talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, for this one, we'll leave it. At, yeah. We'll leave it at that. And hopefully, you know, hopefully people enjoy it and, and get something out of it at the very least. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you coming on once again and um you know i'll have to have you back for a part two yeah 100 percent. and uh depending how people react to this one or if, if people you know they like it or whatever yeah i'll uh i'll, I'll up the ante because like i'm really <laughs> i don't give a shit about like the whole oh you're gonna get docs this that like fuck that i don't care i'll uh, i'll just you know whatever but this first one I just wanted to you know it's almost like an introduction to myself i don't want to go overboard mm -hmm. so yeah i'd be keen as All right, so thank you for listening to part one. Uh, be sure to head over to my Patreon to check out part two because we really got into some more juicier, you know, controversial topics that you don't want to miss out on. And I think a lot of you guys that listen to my channel uh, will enjoy our discussion. Um, just a heads up, I'll be having Barbarian back on the cast in about a month or so. We're gonna do another part one, part two setup. So part one will be on here. Uh, you know, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening. And then part two can be found on my Patreon. And we're going to, you know, dive even deeper than we did um, for both part one and part two this time. So be sure to, you know, keep your eyes peeled uh, and stay tuned. Y'all have a great day. I'll see you in the next episode.